Peter was called to ministry along the shores of Lake Galilee and served as a disciple with Jesus for three and a half years. Bold, brash and seemingly courageous, yet in the hour when Jesus needed him the most, he vehemently denied him three times. Broken, downcast and penitent, he was restored to ministry by Jesus. The second time he was called to service was by the shores of Galilee again. And Jesus asked him one question, lovest thou me? In spite of his many talents for ministry, it was whittled down to this one attribute of love that qualified him to be a shepherd to feed the sheep. Peter had learned that passion, determination and zeal, whilst important qualities in ministry and ones that he had in abundance, are superseded by love. Love for God and love for other people. Peter wanted to be seen as the most enthusiastic disciple and he even cut off a man's ear once in the Garden of Gethsemane whilst protecting Jesus. But passion without restraint is not a quality that lends itself to godliness. Peter needed a change of heart. Following the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, Peter worked tirelessly to reach the Jews who came to Jerusalem as well as other believers. Peter had a vision that he should call no man common or unclean and that the gospel should go to everyone. Whilst Peter did spend most of his time reaching the Jews, he now realised that there were no limits to the gospel and that it should go everywhere. We don't read much about the rest of Peter's travels in the rest of the New Testament, but we do know that he ended his life's journey here in Rome. Arrested and brought to the seat of the empire, it is believed that Peter was imprisoned here in the Mamertine prison. Whilst here, it is thought that he wrote his epistles, 1st and 2nd Peter, letters that contain advice that is very practical and pertinent to the Christian church. He spoke of the need to be vigilant, to protect the church and the ladder of Christian virtues, patience, godliness, kindness and charity. Peter also encouraged those who were going through suffering to rejoice when they were called to suffer for the cause of Christ. Advice that he was qualified to give and when we consider his location and situation when he wrote it, it's even more impactful. Peter was to end his life here in Rome early Christian tradition related that Peter ministered here in Rome during the last phase of his ministry and died during the persecution of Emperor Nero after the Great Fire of Rome in AD 64. Peter would have been here in Rome during the same time as Paul and thus these two great missionaries who spent most of their lives separated from each other would witness for Jesus here in this great metropolis. Peter, being a Jew and a foreigner, was not afforded the same privileges that Paul, a Roman citizen, had, and he was sentenced to be scourged or severely beaten and crucified. The traditional site for his death is on Vatican Hill. As he prepared for his death, he no doubt remembered the time when he had denied Jesus prior to his crucifixion. Peter had gone from being ashamed about Jesus to now being willing to boldly suffer and die for his cause. 
as the time of his execution drew near, Peter felt unworthy to die in the same way that Jesus had. And so he entreated his executioner that he be crucified upside down, a request that was granted and thus the great apostle died. Peter never forgot throughout his ministry his need for a total dependence upon Jesus. His act of betrayal of Jesus was a constant reminder of his weakness, his frailty and his sinfulness and the trust that Jesus placed on him to feed his sheep is both magnificent and it was undeserving. Not one of us today deserves to be a co-laborer with Jesus. It is a privilege to work for him. And let us remember that passion, zeal, courage and determination are meaningless without a deep love in our hearts for Jesus. Let us pray like Peter did and ask Jesus to give us that love for him in our hearts today.